Hello and welcome to Smash Hit Sports. I'm your host, Cody, and Tuesdays are for college football. And boy, did we have a hell of a week this past week. We had tons of upsets. We had a ton of movement in the top 25. We'll get into that for sure. We had coaching firings, which were quite frankly shocking. And we have an incredible slate in the week ahead of us. But we're going to get right into it with the coaching firings. I'm going to be honest. The first one shocked me. The second one, not at all. But the first one I was genuinely surprised about. Paul Christ is out at Wisconsin. If you would have told me a coach was going to be fired this week, I would have bet Brian Harson at Auburn. But no, it is Paul Christ, who th- this was genuinely shocking to me. He was 67-26 and 26 at Wisconsin. A great record. Um... I understand that this year has not been off to a great start. Two and three, we'll we'll get into that. But when you look at overall what he's done, 67 and 26 is a hell of a record at Wisconsin. Overall, as a head coach, uh, I think he has done a a very good job. Um, Obviously, the COVID season wasn't great, four and three. But when you look at every season, season prior to that, um, at least eight wins while at Wisconsin. He was seven and two. Um, overall in bowl games as a head coach, he coached at Pitt before he coached at Wisconsin, but six and one in bowl games while he was at Wisconsin, he lost, um, in the Rose bowl in 2019, but just an unbelievable run for Paul Chris. I was, I was shocked, um, to see that he was fired when that, you know, news came uh, across my ESPN feed or across Twitter. Um, I was genuinely, genuinely stunned genuinely stunned. Um, I didn't think he was on the hot seat. I thought there was a chance that he would retire at the end of this year. Um, but by no means did I think that, that he was, you know, even remotely close to the hot seat. I understand the last three games were not great. Um, you lose a non-conference game at home to Washington state, but Washington state's pretty solid team this year. Um, they, they got their cheeks clapped by Ohio state. I mean, there is, they took them out back behind the woodshed. They got their ass beat. And I don't think there are going to be a whole lot of teams in the big 10 this year that don't get their ass beat by Ohio state, to be quite honest with you. So I don't really see why that would play into it. Um, and then the one that, and obviously the most recent game getting blown out against Illinois is a tough, tough game to lose. Um, uh, really just kind of shocked. I didn't think uh, Wisconsin had incredibly high expectations this year. Um, their win total was eight and a half. They were the favorites to win the Big Ten West. Um, so I guess they, they're not going to live up, you know, anywhere close to those expectations. But I, I don't know. Um, I think Paul Chris had been there long enough that, like, he earned the right to have a bad year. And I... I guess he's out, which um, leads us to who their interim head coach is going to be. Jim Leonard is going to be the interim coach during this time. He was the uh, defensive coordinator for the Badgers. If I were a gambling man, which you know I am, I don't think this is something that you could bet on. However, I would bet that he is going to be the future head coach of the Badgers. Um he looks to be the long-term hire. He is a Wisconsin guy similar to Paul Christ. Paul Christ was a Wisconsin quarterback and then came and was a um, assistant coach there for a while before becoming the head coach at Pitt and coming back to Wisconsin. Um, Jim Leonard, kind of a similar path. Uh, 
Leonard was a three-time All-American at Wisconsin, nine-year NFL vet. Um, he was hired as the Wisconsin defensive backs coach in 2016, has been with the program ever since. I, I think this is pretty much locked in as their next, uh, next man up. Um, we'll see. Obviously, there's a lot to be determined, a lot of games to be played between now and when that decision has to be made. But um, if I were if I were a gambling man, I would say he is the next head coach. Um, we had another head coaching firing, not nearly as um, shocking. Carl uh, Doral out is out at Colorado. Um, the Buffs might be the worst team in the Power Five currently. Um, not necessarily the worst team in the FBS, but they're bottom 10, bottom 15. It's bad. Um, I don't know how you turn things around in Colorado. They won a national championship in 1990 or co-national championship. Um, things have been downhill since. Um, not sure what's needed to fix the program at Colorado. I've That Boulder campus I have been is just an unbelievably beautiful campus. Um, they had, they, they have a hell of a time out there in, in Boulder, but it's a great stadium, a great venue. Hopefully they can get this back because it would be cool to see, you know, meaningful college football in the Boulder and Denver area. Um, that being said, I don't know how high of a ranking that job is. So we're going to go ahead. I'm going to, we're, let's look at the five current head coach openings in college football we're we're going to do a little uh segment here so i am going to rank the top five head coaching openings in college football and we're going to start with number five and it's colorado um for all of the beautiful venue and everything that they have there um the pac-12 is going to be a monster to try to conquer if you're colorado I also think they have the weakest player base currently. They are um, just a, a, not a good program right now. At number four, I might get some heat with this, Georgia Tech. I think Georgia Tech has a lot of potential. I really do. However, firing the right hire for Georgia Tech is what's critical here. They are in Atlanta or and recruiting in that Atlanta market. You have to lock down Atlanta, or at least keep most of your great players in the state. Georgia has dominated um, the entire state's recruiting for a long time now. Georgia Tech, if you want to get back into the prominence of college football, which you have been a, a just a shit program for a while now, you are going to need to, to nail this head coaching hire. I would love, love to see Deion Sanders in this spot. I don't think there would be anyone who could recruit the city of Atlanta better than Dion. I think he would really turn this program around. I think he would, the the transfers that he would have come in would just be unbelievable. I think they would turn that Georgia Tech into a middle-of-the-pack ACC team immediately upon him entering. Um, that being said, for anyone else, I think it's going to be a, a tall task to climb. I don't think, because, because they don't have the booster system that like Georgia and Alabama and a lot of teams in the South have. So you're going to have to fight through that. Um, so that's why I'll put Georgia tech at four and number three, I have Nebraska. Um, I, I think a lot of people will think that, Oh, Nebraska, like this would be one or two. No. All right. 
Here's the thing. It's not 1990 anymore. How in the hell are you going to convince kids in today's NIL social media driven era to come to Lincoln, Nebraska? It's tough. The best kids in the country are coming out of Florida, California, Texas, Ohio. Why would they choose Nebraska over over any Texas, SEC, Ohio State, USC team? They're not going to. So unless you really step it up and absolutely have a home run coaching hire, a la maybe an Urban Meyer, I, I think Nebraska is third amongst the head coaching openings. Um, number two, I don't think this is that bold of a take. Arizona State. Tempe is awesome. Anybody who's ever been to that area knows that Tempe, Arizona is a hell of a place to be, especially during football season. I think, and they had a good run there for a long time. Like Arizona State was decent. And the the violations are what's going to be the prohibitor here. If they lose scholarships, whatever happens. I feel like in the past, the NCAA has been easier on programs who fire their coaches after recruiting, you know, violations. Um, I think we will see what comes from all of this. Um, if it looks worse than expected, I might have to drop them in that uh, positional ranking. But as of right now, Arizona State, I think, is the second best place to be. I think they're closest to relevancy. The Pac-12, um, it's easier to take a bite out of than the Big Ten, like Nebraska, or maybe even the ACC, like Georgia Tech. Um, but I think they're a lot closer than Colorado is. So I'm going to put Arizona State at two. And then Wisconsin is the number one spot. Um, they they have competed for big 10 titles recently. Um, you have to, um, in my mind, put them at the forefront. Um, if you are a college football, you know, head coach looking for a new gig, I think they are the most, um, the most ready spot. However, uh, when Auburn's coming, when that Auburn job opens up, I think that will easily take the number one spot. Um, war, war, damn Eagle, right? Um, so, so let's let's crush the teams in the top 25. Uh, but before we do the teams in the top 25, we're going to do the teams that either dropped out, missed out, or are close. Um, Oklahoma losing to TCU. Um, TCU, we're going to talk about TCU. Hell of a win. Oklahoma, what in the hell? Yeah, that, lo- that was pathetic. Two back-to-back losses. Uh, just a- an unbelievable, um, an unbelievable game. Some a wrinkle that I loved. TCU's offensive coordinator is Garrett Riley, the brother of former Oklahoma head coach Lincoln Lincoln Riley. That seemed a little personal what he did to the Sooners. So, the Sooners. Um, I don't think you're compete for the Big Twelve title this year. I'm going to be very honest. I think Oklahoma State is worlds better. Um, I think you lose the Red River rivalry this weekend. Um, I think, I think you are in a tough spot. Speaking of teams in a tough spot, Pitt losing to Georgia Tech. That is an awful loss by Pitt. You expected more. Um, you didn't get it. They competed against Tennessee. They beat West Virginia in the backyard brawl in an incredible game. Um, I was disappointed um, for Pitt's loss. That the Big Ten, I believe it's the uh, Big Ten, or sorry, not Big Ten, the Atlantic. I believe it's the uh, ACC Atlantic uh, division. Let me let me give this a quick Google to see the divisions here. Um, 
But the ACC divisions are just absolutely so skewed right now. Um, the Atlantic and the Coastal are just on completely, completely different uh, wavelengths. The Atlantic has right now, in my mind, the five, four of the five best teams in the ACC. They have Wake Forest, they have Clemson, they have NC State, they have Florida State and Syracuse. Um, right now are all better than any team in uh, on the other side there in the Coastal. Uh, maybe Miami, if they can get off the floor after losing to Middle Tennessee State, but Pitt losing to Georgia Tech, like Duke is Duke, Virginia looks awful. Um, I Pitt had a chance to pretty much lock in a spot in the ACC championship, couldn't do it. Uh, Minnesota losing to Purdue. The Big Ten West is yours. All you had to do is not screw up. All you had to do is not screw up. At home. At home. Aiden O'Connell was banged up. You couldn't get it done. You lost Purdue. You made too many mistakes. You you gave that game away. You gave that game away. Um, to speak positive on a team, first off, Purdue, hell of a game. James Madison, you keep playing like you're playing, you're going to end up in the top 25. Um, first year in the FBS would be really, really cool to see them ranked. Now let's go into the AP Top 25. Let's break it all down. And we got to start with one, a new number one this week in Alabama. Um, a dominating win over Arkansas. Spread was 17.5, and they covered it fairly easily. Um, Arkansas gave them a little bit of a scare for a while, um, at least kept it competitive. However, Alabama does what Alabama does, and that is win football games. Um, a really convincing win on the road. Looks great on the resume for Nick Saban. Um, and I'm not surprised to see Alabama at one here. Um, I would argue Ohio State as well. Um, Ohio State absolutely demolished Wisconsin and Rutgers. Um, but I think that win over Notre Dame uh, in week one is not looking as good as what it looked originally. And I think that's what's kind of holding Ohio State back is just they haven't played a lot of great teams. They play Michigan State this weekend, so we'll see. Um, Alabama gets Texas A&M at home. Uh, this is a game where I think Saban will absolutely blow the doors off of Texas A&M. Whether Bryce Young plays or not, um, I'm hoping Bryce Young recovers quickly. Looks like he had a shoulder injury um, in the middle of that game. So we'll see what is up next for Alabama at quarterback um, and how they're going to play against Texas A&M. I'm going to be honest, doesn't matter. I don't think it matters. I think they're going to mop the floor with Texas A&M. Um, all the back and forth between Jimbo and Nick Saban this offseason, talking about paying recruits. Nick Saban is going to obliterate Jimbo Fisher. Um, and number two, Georgia. Georgia, Georgia, Georgia. Two straight weeks now you have been nothing short of disappointing. Honestly, it's, it's been hard to watch. It has been very difficult to watch. You Against Kent State, your offense looked terrible, and your defense gave up the most points it did all season to Kent State. And a lot of people said, you know what? They weren't, you know, they're not preparing for this game. SEC plays coming up. Like, you know, Georgia's just going to let this one slide and, and we'll move on to the next one. Well, you didn't. You didn't move on to the next one. You were trailing in the fourth quarter to Mizzou, a Mizzou that just lost to the worst Auburn team I maybe have ever seen. It's awful. 
absolutely atrocious. Uh, Georgia, you should be ashamed of yourselves. I know you won the game. I know you were 5-0. and I know you haven't played really anybody yet outside of Oregon, who Oregon has at least looked p- fairly good. But week one was a long time ago. That's a month ago. You, you got to figure your shit out. Now, you play Auburn at home, a good spot to get right. However, if you put up stinkers against three bad teams in three straight weeks, I don't think we're talking about you not only in the top three, we might not be talking about you in the top four anymore. Georgia, you got to figure it out. I Like, it, it is what it is. Um, Ohio State, dominating win against Rutgers. Um, I, I know a lot of people got worked up about that fake punt up what 39 um i don't think that was a fake punt what i think happened was the ohio state runs a rugby style punting formation uh and when that punter sees certain things certain down and distance um and then sees certain things defensively he is told to go i think that's what happened is he just made his read and he went and he picked up the first down it is what it is um he was hit late which not great there was a little scuffle um, it is what it is. Uh, Ryan Day and Greg Schiano uh, were giving each other some mouth, but I, Ohio State, you have been nothing short of impressive. You you faltered out of the gates um, against Notre Dame, that has proven to be not a great team. Although maybe Notre Dame is on the bounce. Um, that being said, you've taken care of business two straight weeks now. You dismantled Wisconsin, dismantled Rutgers. You play a Michigan State team at Michigan State where Sparty is. Uh, what happened to Tuck coming, by the way? Um, tough, tough looks for Michigan State. Um, Ohio State, I you should cruise to 6-0, and and I wouldn't be – if you handle business with Sparty, I would not be surprised to see you at number two. Um, continuing on, we have at number four, Michigan. Uh, Michigan took care of business this weekend. They beat Iowa. I get like I'm I'm cool. I just don't. I like Michigan. I think they're good. I think they're a good good football team. I don't know if they are a college football playoff team. Um, I would not put them in the top four. And the reason why is you have to take consideration their first three games. They're out of conference schedule with Charmin Ultrasoft. I have seen baby shit more solid than that out of conference schedule. And then they took care of business against Maryland, kind of. They won by seven. Um, And then they played a, a decent game against Iowa. I just don't think that Michigan has the same sort of resume that Clemson has. I would put Clemson at five. Um, or sorry, I would put Clemson at four, Michigan at five. Um, Clemson, you want to talk about a team taking care of business? This team looks entirely different than what they did at the beginning of the season. I will admit, I was down on Clemson's offense. I did not think they were playing well. I think DJ Uyunglele was going to get benched at some point for Cade Klubnik if he did not figure it out. Well, guess what? He figured it out. I want to, The offensive coaching staff there figured it out. I want to give them a lot of credit for how they are using him offensively, letting him use his legs, letting him, you know, get the ball out quickly. He has looked incredible. In two straight weeks now, Clemson has dismantled, well, not dismantled, but taken care of business, right? Double overtime against Wake Forest at Wake Forest. A tough game, but Wake Forest is a damn good team. They just knocked off Florida State this week. We'll talk about that one. But they look like Wake Forest is a good team. 
and Clemson in a tough environment won that game in double overtime. They didn't falter. They kept up with a great quarterback in Sam Hartman, who in my opinion might be the third best quarterback in this class. They they played a hell of a game. Um, then they play NC State and took care of business against a great NC State defense. Um, at, it looked good. It was a, It's been a good two weeks for the Clemson Tigers. I think that they should be in the top four. They play Boston College this weekend. should be a cakewalk and absolute shit-stomping. Um, USC 5-0. We're uh, continuing on with the undefeated teams here. Uh, 5-0 versus Washington State coming up this week. Um, they have played now two close games. USC, I'm officially concerned. I wanted to put you in the top four, top five, top six. Um, I would put Oklahoma State above you right now. Um, I just don't think that you have wins right now that really look incredible. Um, you've beaten good teams, but you haven't beaten them convincingly. I need to see more out of Caleb Williams in that offense. So give me, um, I like I like USC at six. Oklahoma State at seven. Spencer Sanders has looked so good. You knocked off Baylor in a revenge matchup of your game from last season that you lost and essentially lost you a college football playoff spot. Oklahoma State. Seven is well-deserved. I would probably put you at six. You play Texas Tech this weekend. Should be a good game. Um, the Big 12 has looked very strong outside of Oklahoma and um, uh, uh, Oklahoma and West Virginia, really. Um, Tennessee 4-0. I, I don't have a whole lot to say about Tennessee. Um, you have a game at LSU, noon kickoff. This should be a great game, really meaningful for the SEC. Hendon Hooker, you want to prove that guy? Beat LSU. They're now a top 25 team. A noon kickoff should be a great, great game. I'm really excited for that one. Vanderbilt um, is up next for Ole Miss. And I called Ole Miss frauds. I think they are frauds. I do not think they are a top 10 team. That being said, they have won the games that they are supposed to. They've won fairly convincingly outside of the Kentucky game. Kentucky fumbled that game. They, they literally and figuratively, they gave that game away. Um, I do not think Ole Miss is a top 10 team. I, I just don't. Um, I think they will get exposed. However, when you look at Ole Miss's schedule, it's very easy coming up. They play Vanderbilt this weekend, and then they play Auburn, but then they get LSU at LSU, Texas A&M at College Station. You get Alabama at home. Then you get Arkansas at Arkansas in Fayetteville. It's going to be it's going to be a tough slate. Um Ole Miss I think is good. I think Lane Kiffin's a great coach. I just don't think they're a top 10 team. I don't think they have a top 10 quarterback. I don't think they're a top 10 team. Um it is what it is. Penn State absolutely is a top 10 team. Um, handle business. I understand their game against Northwestern was not pretty. They were playing in it, playing in a monsoon. They won the game. It, they handled business. That's all I needed to see from Penn state. They, they look good. Their next game, they have by this weekend, but they play at Michigan. That will be a massive game for the college football playoff for the big 10. Um, really, really excited for that one. At number 11, I think they have an argument to be a top 10 team, although that loss to Florida week one is looming. Utah. Utah has t quietly dismantled every team that they have played after um, after Florida. They have looked damn good. Now they have a game that will be tough at UCLA coming up. 
uh, this weekend that I would be, you know, really excited for. Utah is good. Utah's a damn good team. When I when I called them a college football playoff team at the beginning of this year, I still think they have the opportunity to do so. Their path got a little more difficult, but the Pac-12 looks good this year. And if they can take care of business at UCLA, I think they end up in the top 10. Um, but we'll see. Not a lot of great matchups in the top 10 teams. USC gets Washington State, um, which, which should be a really good game. But outside of that, the top 10 might not shake up a whole bunch. So I, maybe Utah doesn't get in this week. Um, Oregon plays Arizona. Oregon uh, demolished Stanford. Um, I made the mistake of calling them Oklahoma on my TikTok, but Oregon dismolished, dismolished, demolished, dismantled and demolished Stanford. Um, Stanford, I, I think is going to be looking for a new head coach fairly soon. Um, they play Arizona coming up. Don't really have a whole lot to say about that one. Uh, Kentucky, you blew it. Big blue blew it. Um, Will Levis is not a round one NFL quarterback. Um, I like Will Levis. I think he's a good quarterback. Um, I do not think he is a round one NFL quarterback. He just doesn't have it. And when you want a franchise guy in the NFL, you need a guy to have it. And I don't think Will Levis does. Um, the good news is they get a bounce back game against South Carolina at home this weekend. Uh, NC State, tough loss to Clemson. We talked about that game. Defense played good. Um, NC State. Uh, was my pick to win the ACC. Obviously, that's not looking great now after that loss to Clemson. However, you got to win the rest of the way out. We'll see if they can. They play Florida State at home. Should be another great game, one of my favorite games of the weekend. Uh, Wake Forest, you handle business against Florida State. Really great game. Sam Sam Hartman is so, so, so legit. One of the best quarterbacks in college football. Um, They play against Army this weekend. Um, BYU. BYU, you have, in what is my opinion, a crazy schedule coming up. Um, You had a a good win this weekend against Utah State, although a little closer than I would have liked, a 12-point victory. Now you play Notre Dame in Las Vegas, what should be an incredible game. And then you play Arkansas at home. This is going to be a real test for the Cougars. They are currently three-point underdogs. I think they win against Notre Dame, and obviously I am a Notre Dame fan with the sweatshirt here, but um, I I am really interested to see this game. 7.30 kickoff should be absolutely incredible. Um, really looking forward to see it. The uniforms will be amazing. If you are a uniform person, check that out. Uh, TCU at 17, 4-0. Phenomenal win phenomenal win against Oklahoma. Um, I know a lot of people are going to say, oh, Oklahoma sucks. Oklahoma's this, Oklahoma's that, Brett Venables, whatever. TCU handled business. Was incredible this game. Um, They are currently 4-0. Absolutely deserve to be ranked. If you looked at my preseason um, best bets, um, I had them as one of my favorite bets of the year, over six and a half wins. They're already at four. They are playing um, in in Kansas, Lawrence, Kansas, getting college football game day. It's going to be getting college game day for ESPN. That is going to be an incredible game. But TCU has looked the part. They look good. They have done all the things right. 
Um, UCLA 5-0. They handle business against Washington. An incredible game. They have a tough, tough matchup against Utah. I think in what will really test this uh, UCLA offense because Utah's defense is good. One of the best in the country. Dorian Thompson-Robinson looked filthy out there against Washington. He made defenders look stupid. He had Lamar Jackson-esque highlights, literally making defenders crash into each other on the goal line. UCLA handle business. Chip Kelly not getting the respect they deserve. I don't know what it would take to get fans to go to UCLA football games, but they absolutely should because this has been an incredible team to watch. Um, Should be a great game this weekend. Kansas, 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 Kansas is finally ranked. Thank you. Thank you. Their resume has been nothing short of impressive. They now have wins against some against Iowa State. They have wins at West Virginia, wins at Houston. They've handled business. They've handled business. Jalen Daniels has looked incredible at quarterback for the Jayhawks. Absolutely unbelievable. Big 12 player of the year, great. Maybe not Adrian Martinez good, which we're going to talk about. But he has looked unreal. This Kansas football team and Lance Leipold, have ha- ha- they have them in an incredible spot. I am so, like Kansas football fans, you have to be ecstatic. Have to be ecstatic. First time being ranked since 2009. Incredible. College game day has never been to Lawrence, Kansas. The environment there is going to be bananas and I cannot wait this is going to make for one of the best college game days of the year you can mark my words on that Kansas State number 20 um, a great great win Um, they look Adrian Martinez is playing out of his mind makes me wonder what he was doing at Nebraska I mean I I Kansas State is absolutely in control of their own destiny. They have one loss, but it's 2-2 lane. So they do not have a loss in the Big 12. They they are playing at Iowa night game this weekend. Should be a great game. Kansas State is absolutely in control to win the Big 12. I don't think they will. I still like my Texas pick from earlier this year. Um, I know they have the loss to Texas Tech, but I think Texas gets the job done at Oklahoma this weekend. In that, Kansas State. I, I can't wait. I can't. The Kansas State fans have. A, if you are a football fan in the in the state of Kansas, and you got Kansas City Chiefs and Kansas State and the Kansas Jayhawks, goddamn, what a what a time to be alive! What a time to be alive! Uh, Washington at twenty one. We already talked. Tough loss um, against UCLA. Michael Penix Jr. I've been shouting the Michael Penix Jr. for Heisman train. Um, so far he did not look Heisman worthy, but he didn't play terribly. Um, but a tough loss to a good UCLA team. They play at Arizona state. I think they get themselves right. Um, this weekend, Syracuse five and zero. um, just a absolutely demoralizing win. Um, I, I forget who they even played, but they won 59 to zero. Um, they get North Carolina state this weekend should be a cakewalk. We, we could be looking at a good six and zero Syracuse team. Um, excited for the big orange, uh, Mississippi state is at 23 dismantled Texas A&M all the credit in the world to Will Rogers. He looks incredible. His passing stats at the end of the season are going to be Bailey Zappi-esque, Joe Burrow-esque. They're going to look incredible. I'm excited for Mississippi state. You have a game against Arkansas at home. You want to prove you're legit Mississippi state, Mike Leach win this game. 
win this game against Arkansas at home. It would be incredible, incredible um, for Mississippi State to be heading in uh, five and one. I, 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 it would be a really, really, really good story. I like Mississippi State. I don't think they get enough credit. Um, looking ahead at their schedule, Mississippi State, you play Arkansas home, and then you get Kentucky on the road, and then you get Alabama in Tuscaloosa. Talk about a tough stretch of games. If you can win two out of three of these, I really believe Mississippi State it could be in for a hell of a season. Um Cincinnati 4 and 1, quietly 4 and 1 outside of that loss to Arkansas early. Um Cincinnati's been a good team. Uh, I don't know if they've been a top 25 worthy team. I would put Washington State in over Cincinnati. However, I like the Bearcats at 24. They play South Florida at home this weekend should uh take care of business. And then LSU at 25, uh solid uh win this weekend for the Tigers. They play Tennessee um We'll see. I think Tennessee takes care of business. Noon kickoff at home. Should be electric in, in Death Valley. Um, should be a great, great weekend for college football. We talked about a lot of the games coming up. Arkansas, Mississippi State. Mississippi State's a five-and-a-half point favorite. Um, will be interesting to see. I think I would probably take Arkansas against spread there. Um, interesting to see if that line moves at all. TCU minus five-and-a-half at Kansas. Um, I think I'm going to ride with the Jayhawks. Um, to cover. I don't know if I like them to win the game outright. TCU really has been very good. I'm sure the public is going to be all over Kansas in this one. Uh, Tennessee minus four and a half at LSU. I think they get that done. I don't think it's close. Um, give me Tennessee minus four and a half. Texas minus five and a half at Oklahoma. Um, I think Texas, this, this game in, in my mind, um, I take that back. I don't, uh, Oklahoma's pretty much out of the Big 12 title race at this point. Um, but I think Texas is absolutely still in it. I think they take care of business in Norman. Uh, give me Texas minus five and a half. If you'd have told me this Texas Oklahoma game was going to be between two unranked teams, uh, at the start of the season, I would have called you a liar, but here we are. Absolutely. Absolutely crazy. Utah minus three at UCLA. Utah covers. No problem. I love Utah minus three there. Uh, Texas tech at Oklahoma state. Another good Big 12 matchup. I'll take Oklahoma State in this one. Spencer Sanders is legit. Um, Washington State at USC. I like Washington State to cover in this game, uh, plus 10.5. And And then BYU at Notre Dame. Uh, Notre Dame is a minus three here, or three-point favorite. This game is in Las Vegas. Night game should be an electric time to end your college football slate unless you want to stay up for the Pac-12 after dark. What a... College football has blessed us, blessed us with an incredible season through these first couple of weeks. I can't wait to see what's coming next. Um, if if you guys like the podcast, please subscribe, send it to a friend. Honestly, like the subscriptions mean the world, and I really do appreciate that. Like there's that that it does well. It helps out the podcast. Like I, I've had several people reach out and be like, hey, like. Thanks for your picks, you know, which all of my picks are on Twitter, by the way, if you want to follow there. But um, they've been like, hey, thanks for your picks, man. Can like, I like Venmo you? Can I do whatever? I was like, dude, I, I don't need the Venmo. Like I, it, more than anything, be a friend, tell a friend, just send, send somebody my podcast. That, would, that means the world. I appreciate y'all. 
Um, I can't wait to see um, the the NFL podcast this week. I have an incredible guest coming on. Um, we're going to talk about the Raiders. Should be a great game uh, or great uh, podcast episode. Really excited to record that one. Should be a ton of fun. I will see you in the next one. Peace. Peace.